everyone. Welcome to Game Investing Pirate Radio. I have a special guest today. I'm so freaking excited. Hopper here. I got my old college buddy, my best buddy, my my first business partner. We started a card shop back in the day, and we're here to talk about we're, what are we here to talk about? Shock the 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 Final Four preview. Is that what we're doing today? We're in the Final Four of the NBA right now. It's uh, really exciting. Game one, Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets. Nobody expected the Denver Nuggets to be in this game, but it is the Lakers Nuggets in the West, game one tonight. Whoa. And shockingly, the Miami Heat are up 2-0 on the Boston Celtics right now. That is a big-time shocker. Are you telling me Wanger won his bet? Wanger needs two more wins to win his 20-1 to bet on the Heat to win the East. Yes. He's gonna he's gonna win a twenty to one if if freaking what's his name that guy that bounced around he's carrying Jimmy team. Butler Butler's yeah. carrying the Heat right now aren't they? Well, Butler is playing extremely well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, the Heat are ten and one, and they've they've got a great team. Jesus. They've got a great team. They have a lot of players. Wow. Um, they've got a rookie Tyler Hero that's really really been incredible, and Dragon uh, Dragic, the point guard. Yeah. Oh, man, that guy has been balling in this playoffs. Jay Crowder has been great. And Spolstra has been, I mean, he's made the right moves. Spolstra. The Heat are 10-1 and one in the playoffs. So Spolstra has, what, two rings with LeBron and, and Bosh and Wade? And then and then how many rings does Riley have? He's in the, in the back office pulling strings or what? Is Riley yeah, Riley's there. They constantly show Riley sitting in the background with a mask on. So what, um, yeah, he is, he's the GM. So I just plastered uh, all over YouTube the list of rings, and I forgot to include Riley. Does he have seven? Uh, well, it, it, you know, if you include player, coach, and um, GM, I think so, yes. Then I need to add Jerry West and Pat Riley to the list I'm pounding on YouTube. You know, I'm saying, why are all these investors jumping on Panini when nobody in Panini has a ring? Nobody, you know, Maybe Kawhi Leonard, you know. Kawhi Leonard has two rings, but nobody in Prism Basketball, Prism Basketball, by the way, has become the tops of the modern young investor, 18 to 25. They never grew up watching Jordan. They never grew up watching any of these guys. Surely not Alex English back in the 80s. But anyway, show me the rings, Panini. Show me the freaking rings, Panini. How many rings do you have, Panini? So <laughs> Riley and Wes need to be added to the GOAT list, the ring GOAT list. Thank you, Shock. Because I've been out yeah. of it. I've been stuck in video game, not purgatory, but heaven since we last. I mean, it's just blown up. I, I can't believe it. And we're, we're going to talk about sports today because you know what? It's blowing up so, so big that we're going to have to create a sports division. We're going to have to do a sports podcast. The podcast is going to have to explode out back to Altered Shock. So thank you for coming on, Shock. I really appreciate it, bro. You're welcome. I'm excited to be on here and talk some sports especially the nba final four which we're in the middle of right now so denver comes up because i just connected with the ceo of wada games and wada games is basically the psa for the sports industry for the video game industry they're a really legit company backed by a cgc which which is the psa of comic books so there's a lot of people invested in, and working hard to make sure that no funny stuff happens in video games as we go in you know from gaming to collecting and then finally investing. So let's talk about the Denver Nuggets, just in case Dennis is listening. 
Yeah, the Denver Nuggets have done something that hasn't happened, I think, in 30 years. They yeah. came back from two 3-1 deficits in what? a row two, to make three, it to the finals. Deficits. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't know anything about this team. The last I watched, uh, Carmelo Anthony was carrying the Denver Nuggets, and I think they might have made the playoffs a few times. But who's on the team? What are they doing? Who's the coach? I got a million questions, Shock. Take it away. <laughs> Jokic, otherwise known as the Joker, the um, Joker. playing center right now, um, played his college ball at uh, Southern Cal, um, you know, a Europe European player. Sure, sure. This guy has been balling, you know. He is uh, he's averaging on the season 20 a game, you know, almost 10 rebounds, 7 assists. So and he's listed as a center. I mean, that's, you know, if you call it a center at this point in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it's changing, isn't it? He's a 20, 20, 2010 man, but what you're telling me, he can hit the outside shot and pass? Can, yeah, absolutely. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Shoots uh, 52% from the field, 81% from the line, and yeah. yeah, he can make the three, too. So I would love to know what his percentage is three and how many threes he took, but we don't have time to get into deep statistics on a podcast. We're already five minutes in, and we got to do 30-minute segments. So just overview, man. So is he carrying the team, or does he have supporting cast, or is there another star on there? Is there three stars or two stars? Well, Jamal Murray, um, who's a guy who went to Kentucky. Okay. Um, you know, 6'4", shooting guard. Yeah. Uh, this guy can ball. He had some huge games, um, you know, some 50-point games. He, he was going crazy kind of early on leading into the playoffs. Yeah. Um. He, uh, You're talking 50-point games in the bubble, right? Yes, yes, this exactly. Guy, has this guy played in the live playoffs ever before? Is he like a young kid? or? Yeah, he's a young guy, yeah. I mean, he had 40 points against the Clippers uh, in, in this last game. I, um, I didn't, so, I, yeah, he's, yeah, he's serious. Whoa, um, whoa. You're talking like a 20-year-old or something? No, uh, he, he's younger. Yes, he is. Um, wow. Wow. Let's see. He is, um, he was a first round pick in 2016. So he's he was like the a, number seven pick overall to Denver. Is he what we used to call like Beckett used to call a rising star? It's not his right. rookie year. It's not his sophomore year, but he's rising. He's rising. <laughs> and that's, that happens in the playoffs. That always happens in the playoffs. Some guy, some no name guy you haven't heard of explodes for 40. And that usually if the chemistry is right, that's a recipe for going deep, man. Yeah, I mean, the University of Kentucky, where he went, they're the king of one and done. I mean, this guy's 23, but, you know, he's in his fourth year. Like, these guys come out, they play one year. Same thing, Anthony Davis. You play one year, and then you go pro. That's the Kentucky way. One and you done. Know, they literally recruit guys that are already, like, NBA-level players in high school. Gotcha. They play their one year at Kentucky, and then they go in the lottery. So, Zion... Did he do one or two? Zion was one and done at Duke. One yeah. and done. So Kobe came straight out of high school. Sean Kemp straight out of high school. Kevin Durant straight out of high school. For the kids that don't know that, those guys were the you know the trailblazers, right? And, and Kevin and Garnett, yeah, Garnett. Uh, also one of the early trailblazers. So Garnett yes. has rings. Kobe has rings. Uh, Durant has rings. Who was the other guy I was talking about? Uh, Kemp never got a ring. That's Jordan, though. If Jordan was around, they had a chance one time, didn't they? 
I mean, they could have grabbed a ring if Jordan, you know. Did yeah, he had a shot uh, yeah. probably in the 90s there. Yeah, yeah. with a Gary Payton. So that um, yes, that doesn't really happen except Zion. That doesn't. I haven't seen that come up in mainstream media where someone jumps. But you're saying one and done is the accepted elevator path. Interesting. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But this guy, you know, regular season, yeah, he was averaging 18 a game. Postseason, he's averaging 27 and 14 games. That's a fucking pretty good for a 23 year old player. It just went explicit, but that's a freaking exploding star that's not a rising star that's an exploding star and that's and his three point percentage is 49 percent. oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh so he's he's scoring 10 10 maybe 12 maybe 14 from the behind the arc in the playoffs under, yeah he's, he's bombing away and he crushed the claw and paul george like he's six four and they couldn't stop him uh, well, I mean, they actually did a good job against him in the first four games. I'd say good job. I mean, 14, 18, 26, 21 in the first four games, but then 40 in the last game. And the Clippers got killed in the last game, 104-89. I mean, Ooh. they just they got spanked. Yeah. I feel sorry for Kawhi because he was one step away from, like, GOAT. Because three rings on three teams, uh, that's a short list. But today, Kawhi, I'm sorry for you, bro. I loved you as a two-way player, but I don't know. Maybe it was a chemistry thing. I don't know what happened to the Clippers. I, I'm not an expert, but that's a sad story. But on the flip side, Denver, I mean, they must be going crazy in the streets right now. Man. They've got to be they got to be absolutely on fire. I don't think anybody expected Denver to be in the Western Final. You really? know, maybe win the first round, but to the idea that they were going to beat the Clippers, no way, you know. I mean, and the Lakers are a heavy, heavy favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, a seven-point favorite in the first game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lakers are minus 600 to win the series. So, you know, it. it, it and it, the Nuggets will be tired. I mean, the Lakers have been yeah. resting for a week. Yeah. The Nuggets had to play two straight seven-game series. I would say. So it will be interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I think. I mean, Denver's probably that's that's their that's their run. It's probably going to end in the forum, or if it's called the forum anyway. I I they if they knock off the lake, I would be completely shocked because I don't know. Murray sounds like a rising star, but I'm sure LeBron and AD and 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 the coaching staff could shut him down if they need to. And if you're going to rely on Jokic, Doc, uh, Jokic, I was going to say Dake, that's Japanese, but if you're going to rely on Jokic only, can you win it? Is there a third option? Um, they've got a couple other guys on the team that are decent, but I think the Lakers are going to throw a lot at Jokic. Um, Davis can guard him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, McGee can guard him. They can put yeah. Dwight Howard on him. They have yeah. all these big guys that they actually didn't yeah. even use in the last series because yeah. they said, well, you know what, Houston, you're going to go small ball. Guess what? We're going to go small ball too, but our small ball team includes LeBron and AD who can both handle and shoot the three. Yeah. And those are the two biggest guys on the court. So wow. you lose in small ball. You lose in and small that's what ball. the Lakers did. They didn't play their centers at all. They didn't play McGee or Dwight Howard. I don't even think he played anything past the first game in that series other than garbage time yeah. in one other game. Yeah. So yeah, I love Superman, by the way, because he's gone through adversity, he's gone through back surgery, he's gone through hell and back, and he's still grinding away off the bench, and he's not making us, you know, a, 
a spat about it. I love Superman, dude. I can't even believe the Lakers picked him up. I, I do too. He is, he is like a great uh, teammate. He is like a, a huge cheerleader on the bench. Yep, when he comes yep, in, he has yep, super energy. Yep, exactly. He's just wants a ring. He wants yep, another he ring. He wants a freaking ring. And you know what? In video games, the holy grail of Atari games is a 70s, you know, VCS 2600, that black box you had at your 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 house I visited in the valley. Superman, mm -hmm. dude. It's Superman. If you find a sealed copy of Superman, that could be a million-dollar game someday. And here we have Superman going against Jokic and this young guy. This is really interesting. Maybe we can draw a few parallels to video games. <laughs> well, I think we can. And then, of course, we have 2K, so... Yeah, you know yeah. you've got to be thinking about the LeBron and AD 2K games right now because if these guys stay together, mm. I mean this is unprecedented to think LeBron James 35 years old yeah. and he's literally statistically efficiency wise. I just saw this today too. They have like an efficiency stat and AD's number one and LeBron is number three right now, and these two guys are on the same team. Okay, and the fit, fitness level that LeBron has, oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. can he play two more years after this? So if they could go for a three-peat, I mean, that would be that would be crazy. That would be go 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 getting close to Jordan, man, reaching for Jordan for sure. So what is this efficiency thing? You know me, I'm a stats freak. What what the heck is efficiency? Is that overall <laughs> multiple like numbers and blended together type of? Yes. Yeah, it's a blended together thing based on two point percentage, three point percentage, free throw percentage, interesting assists, rebounds. It's wow. Um, rebounds. See if if this is on not attempted yeah. rebounds and pulled rebounds. That would be mm, no, no. I, I don't know that they can Rod, calculate Rodman that kind would, of Rod, stat. Rodman would be the goat of that. Like. Like a successful <laughs> rebounds. I don't know if that's a stat, but that's efficiency. <laughs> I watched. The, I watched the last dance. You told me to watch the last dance. Since we last talked, by the way, I swallowed all of the episodes, and I'm like an NBA fan again. I'm like, frick! Don't forget all the people that earned those hard-fought rings with blood and tears back in the '80s, young investors. You know, watch out when you go all in on Panini, and you may never get a ring. You, you can't right. ignore who came before. You've got to study the ring list. And here I am learning about Jerry West and support, uh, 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 Pat Riley, who should be on that list as well. And I'm going to put that on YouTube tonight. Thank you, Shock. <laughs> well, you're quite welcome. Um, yeah, Riley has had a, had a very impressive career. Riley's a goat, dude. Yeah. He's done all three pieces. Jordan actually didn't make the ownership goat. You know, he's not in the ownership goat. Unfortunately, there's, yeah. I mean, Jordan, you're the goat, you're the goat, you're the goat. But on the business side, Riley is pretty sharp, I think. And West, right? I mean, that's one too, isn't it? For our age, those guys were sharp. Yeah, those guys are really, really on it, for sure. Um, and that's an no, no question. In Last Dance, see, I didn't know the story behind the general manager. And since I've come to become a business owner, it's like, wow, I didn't even look at that when we were drinking beer and watching games back in the 80s. It's like, yeah, this guy pulled some strings and he caused a lot of trouble, but he put pieces together, too. You know, I respect him for that. And then the owner uh, interviews also, you know, confirming whether the rumors were true and all this. Oh, man, all the locker room stuff. I mean, 
I talk about chemistry left and right, but God, what about the other stuff behind the chemistry? I mean, it gets complicated. It's like a business, you know? Very much so, yeah. And that whole thing about Pippin in the end, yeah. yeah. It, you know, and, and I mean, just, wow. wow. Yeah, the, it, it, amazing, you know. I mean, Rodman basically bailing in the middle of the year, going to Vegas and they had to go look for him <laughs> and bring him back. That reminds me of the time I went to Vegas and disappeared for two weeks. You guys didn't with, know with I With Carmen Electra. Carmen? Yeah, that was insane. But you know what? I put Phil ahead of Bill on my list because he's the master. Bill was just an athlete, but Phil is the master. So when you got two goats, they both have 11 rings. This is Hopper's call. Phil is the goat. Phil taught Kobe how to meditate. Phil let Rodman go. Phil knew how to manage Jordan. I mean, come on now. Phil managed Kobe and Shaq. Come on yes. now. Phil is the goat. He wrote a book. But, you know, I'm getting older and, and forgetful. So, you know, I don't want to diss Barkley or the other greats on the court. But Phil, dude. Phil, 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 Phil. I think what, what yeah, the Zen master, you know, one of his really, I think, um, the signature style yeah of yeah, him is yeah. that he preached that you had to be calm in the middle of total chaos oh. I mean, think about two minutes to go yeah in one of these games and twenty thousand people are screaming yeah. every all the pressure's on you know yeah. and how do you how do you remain calm how yeah. do you yeah. remain true to what the game plan was yeah. yeah and he was like that on the sidelines he never really went crazy he didn't he didn't he, at all he didn't call panic timeouts. Yeah. A lot of times he let the players work through it when they yeah. were kind of getting their ass kicked a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, at the end of the game, he managed the end of the game well. But he didn't just, okay, if the team went on an 8-0 run, like almost automatically any NBA coach calls a timeout. He, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. He would say, you know what? You need to figure out as a player yeah. how to deal with that yeah. and, and respond. Get through your challenges, setbacks, and failures and grab your sack and, and, you know, fight like a champion and do it on your own. And that's how players grow. I mean, look at how far Kobe grew. Even Jordan grew. You know, I mean, I couldn't believe Kobe respected meditation. That just blew my mind. Talk about growing into a man and becoming like a, a master, a Zen master, like you said. So, yeah, Phil, that's probably the next book I should read. I know you read that way back in the day and you told me, what was it? Feed the Buddha in the lane, or what was that? What was that quote? What was that quote you told me like thirty years ago? When you see the Buddha in the lane, feed him, or something like that. Uh, like, could be something like that. Too yeah. much partying, um, you know. It's like memory cells left and right these days on Facebook. People are asking me stuff from like '85. I'm like, uh, uh, I can't quite remember, but it's somewhere between '87 and '90. Those sunglass, those white sunglasses, for example. But that's just another <laughs> tangent. So, yeah, we can't remember, but there is a quote in the book. Dr. Shock, Coach Shock, told me this decades ago. When you meet the Buddha in the lane, feed him the ball or something like that. When I heard that, I was like, you know, I wasn't reading books back then. I still am not. But if someone wants to send me a gift, send me a beat-up used copy of Phil. I don't well, know. Well, the first book was called Sacred Hoops. Okay. Uh, okay. Spiritual Lessons of a Hardwood warriors i think that's the one that's, yeah that might yeah be the that's one. the first one which i read as a 
you know, wanting to get into coaching, which yeah. I did. You did get into you know? coaching. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. for yeah. achieving the dream, bro, out of Santa Barbara. I mean, that's that's tough. That's tough stuff. That's And you coached D1 to top that off. You made it into D1. Yeah, 17 uh, years of D1 coaching in track and field. Yeah. Coaching. How many times have you been to the uh, the Eugene uh, thing down here? I mean, Olympic trials, right? You've been to the Olympic trials. Wow. Went to an Olympic trials in 08, 12, and 16. 12 and 16 with athletes, actually. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Wow, wow. Um, wow. You mean, know, collegiate athletes that actually made the Olympic trials, you know, the wow. seniors. I mean, that's a, that's an episode right now. I mean, you know, we do have to talk about starting a sports uh, podcast, but that's, you know, not tonight. Uh, that's Things are opening up, Shock, because of the podcast, and you were the first guest. So if there's anyone that deserves a podcast with me on, a, you know, a new podcast, it's me and you, bro. And then maybe we can bring Altered Shot Boys back into the mix. You know, these shy 53-year-olds that are that may have families and stuff like that. I mean, I don't have kids, so my podcasts are my kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it would be pretty hane to bring back the Shot Boys. I think we could get some good perspectives. Uh, from those guys here's the thing right now I, I talked about gary v before and we got to talk about sports cards briefly but the, the crash happened it just happened two weeks ago all sports cards well i'm going to talk nba nba cards dropped in half across the board even kobe came down the only player according to sports card investor on youtube the leading channel he's legit he's got a software platform that tracks all the card values based on solds he said there's only one position that held its own and actually increased 10 or 15%. And guess who? Guess who? Number one, he's got to have rings. Number two, it's got to be a goat. Number three, yeah, bubble effect, all that. Of course, it's Jordan. Jordan is the only NBA card holding its own right now. Everybody else is looking at their portfolio dropping in half. So right now... Even LeBron James right now? LeBron is down, and I'm surprised. LeBron is down. But he got too high. He, he got into the $30,000, $50,000 range for right. a Topps Chrome. You know, he got halfway to Jordan, and he's not. You know, he only has two. And Jordan has six. Jordan has eight, as far as I'm concerned, you know. I mean, if you just take out the uh, baseball thing, and I mean, he could have got nine or ten. Who knows if Jordan would have just went straight through. But he probably didn't have the energy. Um, well, the bottom line is six and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bottom you know, line is he six. made it six times and he won yeah. six times. That's the knock on LeBron. Is yeah. yeah, he made it eight times in a row. Ouch! But he only won three. Okay, well, <laughs> three and five in the NBA Finals isn't terrible. Yeah, he made the NBA Finals eight years in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on two different teams, and it could be a third team now. I mean, this won't be in a row. Obviously, there was a yeah. I don't there was a gap here last yeah, year yeah. that the Lakers sucked, but I don't think in a row matters. What I'm thinking now with this new efficiency, now that centers are disappearing and everybody's shooting threes and everybody's doing, everybody's filling up the stat sheet. So somebody, some doctor out there created efficiency. I'm ready to create a new word myself: goat efficiency. And what you're saying is Jordan is the efficient goat. LeBron, mm, you know, Kawhi, we got to look at the stats. The question is, what is the GOAT efficiency list look like? Jordan's at the top, 
Phil is probably near the top. I don't know if Phil's ever lost. Did he lose with the Lakers? He might be 90% or 80%. Jordan's 100%. So, yeah. In the finals. Like, when you make the finals, you're talking about when you you make the finals, what is your win percentage? Do you grab the (laughs) ring and go home? That's called, like, ring efficiency. (laughs) That's what's fun about Altered Shot, though. How many words did we create when we had our card shop? We created a new word every day, man. We did. We did. Hey, by the way, I got to tell you this because you would have. I forget which game it was. It was one of the Laker games from this last series yeah. <clears throat> that they won. Yeah. And Mark Jackson is doing the commentary. And at, in the intro to the game, in the intro to the game, oh God. he said the word altered shot. Oh he God. said altered yes. and changed shots. Yes. He said it right at the beginning that the Lakers defense – you know, it's altering shots and changing yes, shots yes, yes, yes. because of what they were doing. At, you know, they have all these big guys. They have all these yeah. defensive players of the year, you yeah, know, with yeah. a Davis, uh, with a Dwight Howard. I mean, first team yeah. defensive players, uh, LeBron James. I mean, so Danny they, Green's been a great defensive player. So off the um, record, off the record, the Lakers altered more shots against the Beard than ever before. We're, we're just throwing out a theory that if this becomes a statistics, the Lakers just blew up the stat chart with altered shots. Wow. It, it would be great. I mean, I it's, it's been a while since I've actually seen it on a stat line. I think, remember, not too long after we started it, it, it was a stat line, like Manute Bull. Yeah, Manute you know? Bull, man. Oh, man. And he shot a three or two, too. Like, how many decades ago? Man, these kids don't even know. And how can you pull that up? Can you even pull up Manute Bowl on YouTube? Man, altered shot king. And then Dikembe Matumbo. And, yeah, there were centers back in the day that were defensive, and, and you could still play. You know, that That's was, all they were in there for, yeah, Patrick yeah. Ewing and Mark Eaton, yeah, these yeah. massive guys you had to get around if you were going to try to drive the lane. The tree, that's back when you drew blood on the court, you know. And, yeah, tree Rollins, <laughs> yeah. And you put an elbow to the freaking face, and now you got face guards and goggles. And Worthy actually had goggles early. Man. Well, yeah, and you got flagrant fouls flagrant and hostile fouls acts. And I mean, that was if, a, if wow. the game was officiated now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way it was, you know, in the nineties. I mean, they, yeah, you, all these guys would get kicked out of the game. Like they don't even know what a real hard foul is anymore. You know, yeah, you were talking. It would about, just be play on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about LeBron's conditioning. I heard he spends one, two, three million dollars a year on diet and uh, training. But uh, the thing that impressed me about Jordan is after he got crushed by Detroit, he went back. He took like one night off and then called his trainer and said, "I'll meet you in the gym." And over that right. off season, he gained like. 20 or 30 pounds or something crazy yes and he yeah. freaking went straight at detroit and said give me a ring you know right right because he knew he was body. too lean though they were beating the yeah. shit out of him he, he called himself skinny and i agree he was a skinny little kid you know and he man. was like six six or well, 200 yeah, yeah he gained he got up to like 220, 220 yeah he got 223 whatever but he took yeah. like one day off and when i saw that i said you know what you're a freaking goat all around. I mean, you gotta you gotta have hunger. 
And that's the thing that I, I'm biased and I see the new guys. I don't see hunger. I don't see hunger in Luca. I don't see hunger in Zion. I don't see hunger even in, you know, LeBron. He's not hungry enough for me, Shock. He's just not hungry enough sometimes. I, I, it's, I don't, I'm, I'm talking across the board, though. You know, generally the culture is let's have fun. Let's put on a show. You know, the fans are the most important piece. This is entertainment. This is WWE. But, you know, I want to see a little bit more hunger. So maybe that's what Murray, you know, maybe Murray's hungry. Maybe Jokic is freaking hungry. If they're hungry, I'll respect that. Going back to Denver. We got a minute and a half left to wrap it up. And then we can do another segment. You still there, Shock? Wow, a minute and a half left. That's it? Okay, well. No, we can we can do another 30 minute. For some reason, Anchor gives me 30 minute chunks. So I'm at 2840. So just. Okay. Here you go. Coach Shock. Give me a lesson from that 30 minutes we just did. Give me a lesson about that can relate to life and investing and kids out there that want to get into sports cards or uh, video game investing. Is there any lessons that you're thinking about as we had our little chat? Absolutely. I mean, hard work and dedication pays off. But you've got to be focused, like laser focused. And you got to assume that everybody else is working as hard as you. If you want to be the best, you've got to work harder than anybody else, and you've got to stay focused Focus. in everything that you do. you got to set goals. Yeah. you got to surround yourself with good people. Yeah. You need yeah. to have a mentor. Yeah. Kobe had a mentor. It was Phil Jackson. Yep. yep. You know, yep. Jordan had a mentor. It was Phil Jackson. Yep. Yep, yep, that's a big piece. Uh, that's you know, piece. Brady had a mentor. It was Bill Belichick. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got 15 seconds left, Shock, so that'll about do it. Uh, I'll see you in about five minutes. Take a quick break, get a glass of water, uh, and uh, we'll just uh, we'll keep going, right? You got another 30 minutes? That's cool. Uh Welcome back to Game Investing. Um Coach Shock is still with us, and he found a nugget. We're going to drop a little bit halfway through the last segment. But first, we need to talk about the Eastern Conference, right, Coach? We do, because it's been an incredible run by the Miami Heat. You know, they're 10-1 and in the playoffs right now. Wow. And shockingly, they are up 2-0 on the Celtics in the Eastern Finals. So, wow. And you the were, you were telling me Boston Celtics are in trouble right now. Uh-oh. You were telling me that there was a hot rising star on the Celtics last time you came on, right? Yeah, Jason Tatum, I mean, he was great in the last series. Uh, he is, he's been playing really hot this year. Um, and uh, as, I'll, as, I'll, as I'll never let anyone forget, uh, Magic Johnson chose Lonzo Ball ahead of Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah. Um, that was not really working out right now if you think about it tatum is an all nba selection mm-hmm. the guy's going to be a perennial all-star mm-hmm. um right. lonzo ball is a bench player on a team that didn't make the playoffs so yeah. Yeah. we'll see maybe lonzo can resurrect his career but uh right now jason tatum is proving to be one hell of a player he can play both ways he can shoot threes um so he's really the key player for the Celtics right now. He's the key player. He has the skills, but what you're saying is he might be a winner too. And that's the piece that Alonzo Ball does not have. He's not really a winner. 
hasn't shown to be so far. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So as the Celtics go, they're going to go into game three pretty shortly now. And you're thinking it's done or do they have a chance in the series? Well, they got a chance, but they have to win game three. I mean, you can't go down 3-0. That's never been overcome. So, they, they've, yeah, game three is an absolute must win for them, which didn't is tomorrow night. Didn't you just tell me that Denver came back from two? Three? Did you say two, three, one? Yes. Deficits? Yes. Yeah, the first round and the conference semis, they were down 3-1, and they came back from both of those to win. That's just there's just really crazy, remarkable crazy stats happening in the bubble. So back to Boston and Miami. What else are we looking for in terms of players? Besides, well, well, yeah, talk about that Miami guy. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's he's been uh, playing great for Miami. Um, Bam Adebayo is <laughs> he's had some super highlight blocks. This guy has been on fire as well. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder's been playing well. Mm-hmm. Entire Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm who's a rookie from Kentucky, mm. this guy, man, he, he's a baller. He, he didn't, you wouldn't know he's an NBA player just walking down the street. I mean, he's just kind of a skinny white guy, but he, mm. the guy can play and he can shoot. He can play point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, he can play the off guard. Mm-hmm. And then Drogic, um, their Euro point guard has been excellent as well. They just play a really good hard defense mm-hmm. and they move without the ball, which is not, what most of the teams are doing anymore. Really? It's a lot more isolation. It's a lot more guys standing around the outside. Hmm. They cut really well. They move really well without the ball. They pass. Yeah. Um, and yes. they've just got a nice, nice lineup. Um, uh, that's definitely my favorite part of the NBA that I consider art is the art of the pass. And any team, I don't care who's on the team. I don't care if it has superstars or not. If you can pass well as a team, I think you always have a chance to do something. That's how I always felt about kind of the art, not the science of basketball. And that's why I loved Magic Johnson back in the day. And, and you know, I looked at Lonzo and I thought, wow, he can make some cool passes, man. But passing as a team, like you say, is completely different. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, Miami has been an underdog in pretty much every game this playoffs. It's just it's an incredible run they've been on. Mm-hmm. And knocking out Boston, you know, Boston as a team is the all-time leader in championships with 17. And the Lakers are second at 16. So it's interesting. Um, The Lakers could tie them this year if they go all the way in where the Celtics go, you know, two ahead if they can rally somehow here and then win the championship and go all the way. So it's either going to end up 17-17 or 18-16 if the Boston can overcome this deficit. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, wow. Or it, wow. Or it could stay at 17-16 if that's true. That's true. Yeah. Neither of those teams sure. win. Denver's hot, right? And Miami's hotter, it sounds like. Well, Miami is super hot. They're yeah. burning. They're on fire just like the dang logo then. They're a burning, right, burning, right. burning. Yeah, you know what? Florida's on fire for video games. I know I, I got to talk about video games, but for some reason, Florida is on fire for video games. Like CGC's down there, comic, they do all the comic stuff. Big dealers are down there. Investors are down there. I mean, I don't know what's going down in Florida. Super Mario World is going to come and open up, I think, in Orlando Universal Studios in the future. I don't know what it is, but Florida basketball, video games, it's just on fire. 
So I guess I'm rooting for Miami. I guess, yeah, I would love to see Butler go all the way and meet the lake or something and see what happens. LBJ on Butler, is that is that going to happen? If they, if they go head-to-head, are they going to guard each other? Yeah, that's a likely matchup, especially late in the game. Yeah, uh, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah, um, happening. So that uh, that's that's certainly out there. But it's it is an interesting Final Four because you're looking at two, you know, teams that are hot right now and are on runs against the two most historic franchises in the history of the NBA. Right, the Lakers and the Celtics. Dynasties and pedigree versus rising stars, exploding stars. Hot teams. Wow. What a drama, dude. Wow. I got to watch more games from here on out, huh? Thanks for coming on again. I I think you need to take a look at some of these games. I mean, the Lakers are going to be tipping off shortly here tonight. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it should be a good game this game one. And interesting thing is that I saw this today. um, LeBron's one weakness in the playoffs is game one for some reason. And this has happened in both of the previous series. They lost game one Hmm. against Portland and they lost uh, game one against Houston, but they came back and won four games in a row. Four in a row? So the theory is seemingly that he's kind of feeling the game out in game one. He's not going all out in game one because he knows, you know, you got to win four games to win a series, not one game. And then once he kind of figures things out after game one, then. He goes into, you know, crush mode. Crush mode. So he's holding in game one and studying. He's he's become more of a cerebral player. He's looking for weaknesses. And then you're saying he just crushes those weaknesses? Wow. That almost it, sounds it like It seems like in game two of both of the, 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 the last two series, it was like, okay, they figured out exactly how to beat the team and just destroyed them. Wow. That is really high level analysis. You know, I don't know if it's sandbagging. I, you know, a little bit of both, whatever. But it's interesting. It's, I mean, it's a theory. You know, in in a way that it's okay. This is how this is what's happened. But also historically, sure. even going further back, sure, he, he has a losing record in in uh, in game ones. It's weird. Hmm. I like your theory, though. We got to watch this play out because these next two. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we we promised each other that we had to do a little bit of education. We're at eight and a half minutes now. So you talked about dynasties. You talked about Celtics as being the GOAT dynasty with 17 championships total as a franchise. And right. Then, right. Exactly. Then In we, the NBA, that's the record. The only other right. team more in any major sport would be Yankees, I think, with 24. Wow. So we were Which talking about goes way further back. We were talking know? about Phil, you know, Steve Kerr, Pat Rowley, people that have gotten rings, you know, on the bench, on the floor, in the front office as a coach. Now, is it true that Bill actually has 13 then? I've been wrong making my list on YouTube with 11. If we count, what's this thing about the player coach thing you dug up this nugget? Right. So. Bill Russell is the all-time leader as a player with 11. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. But in his last two years of his career, Red Auerbach retired the year before in the in the 67 season. Wow. And uh, uh, Bill Russell agreed to become the head coach. They had offered it to a couple other former players, and uh-huh. none of them felt like they could coach Russell. 
And Heinsohn actually said, no, I think you should offer it to Russell. Wow. And then Russell, you know, accepted it. Wow. And uh, he was the first black head coach in NBA history. Wow. That's that's incredible. So you're saying he's a player and a coach, and he has more rings than everybody, including Jordan, Hakeem, you know, Kobe, everybody. Even the coaches like Phil, who has 11, and he was the first African-American coach in NBA history? Yep, exactly. And this is happening in the 60s? I was born in 67, so he's coaching in 67, 8, 9 then? So he he gets 13 rings before the 70s even started? <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't win in 67, but they did win in 68 and 9. Okay. And again, he gets credited as, as player coach, and... In those years, um, incredibly, I mean, he was still playing the full season, 78, 77 games. Okay. So you know. Help the, help the <laughs> listeners understand this. He's, he's, he's got his 11 championships. He's still on the floor. He's the starting five, I assume. They ask mm-hmm. him the coach. How does that play out? Like, is he going back to the bench and then calling a huddle? Or how does that all play out? What did he actually do on the floor versus, you know, back there behind the uh, lines well obviously yeah when they when they called the timeout i mean he huddled everybody up and you know he basically said hey here's what we're gonna do you know moving forward yeah um it it, it's a pretty incredible thing uh, something that'll never happen again i'm sure i mean there's no way it'll ever happen again that's impossible um yeah yeah it's just it won't um but you know this was a different era yeah. Um, these guys played almost the whole game. You know, there was no load management like there is now. Yeah. yeah um, definitely, definitely. So he, he you know, I guy was an icon, an incredible, icon. incredible person. Yeah, icon, icon, icon. So he might have even been coaching on the floor as well. He's coaching in the huddles. He's playing right. the game. And what kind of minutes is he putting in, you know, at the end of his career physically? What's going on there? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. I was just looking this up. I mean, in, in 68 regular season, he played 37 minutes a game, 78 games. Wow. In, in 69, he played 42 minutes a game, oh. 77 regular season games. Now, it wasn't quite averaging the points, you know, were going down, but he was still getting 18 and 19 rebounds a game. Oh, my gosh. And how old is and he? Like 35, 38? 30, yeah, 35 um, wow. at that time. And then in the playoffs, in those last two championships, which were 10 and 11, Uh he averaged, in 68, he averaged 45 minutes a game, 22 rebounds a game, and 14 points. And in in 69, he played 18 playoff games, 46 minutes a game, 20 rebounds, and 10 points a game. So how do you play 46? Is that overtime or something? What? The 48 is a full game, okay, but I mean, come on, you're, you're coming out maybe, you know, one minute before halftime to rest, before you know, before half-time. the end of the first quarter to rest. And he's coaching at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. How is that even possible? That just is yeah. super And unique. winning the NBA championship, man. So I mean, it, it, that has to be the all-time GOAT. There's he, no, you the can't get any more GOAT. GOAT than that. He's basically a superhero and an icon and the first African-American coach and the ring GOAT. And the yeah. legacy pedigree part of the Boston Celtics dynasty, which for now is the goat of the NBA franchises. 
Oh, I'm so glad mm-hmm. you dug all this stuff up. Thanks for your research, Shock. Wow. I don't. Yeah, I think and th- and that's why the NBA NBA um, Finals MVP award is named the Bill Russell Award. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we haven't even gone into the uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, I just saw that Giannis Giannis got an MVP, but. Yeah, I mean regular season. Regular season is a different right. ball game. I all I is that right. called FMVP? I always thought that was FMVP. That's the big one. I think Jordan has quite a few of those. But do you happen to know that list? That's going to be for another day, probably. Oh, the finals MVP award. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Man. Um, it is. In in uh, a little more research. Yeah. So in two thousand nine, David Stern announced that this award would be named the bill russell nba finals most valuable player award hallelujah man that, that which is, is well game. deserved well right deserved icon wow legacy beautiful so so we've only gone so they go back and everybody i guess is called the bill russell finals mvp throughout the whole history of the nba and um that's what? a good question if they rename it I wonder about that. Um, but in in recent history, I mean, let's yeah. just go back to yeah, the go. last uh, the last ten years. So Kobe Bryant, oh nine ten. Wow. So back to back. Nice. Dirk Nowitzki in eleven. Nice. Good job, Cuban. Mm-hmm. Uh, James twelve. James thirteen. Kawhi fourteen. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a crazy one. Is that you, Kawhi you would, with the Spurs? Yeah, that's Kawhi Spurs that's in fourteen. Kawhi Spurs, okay. Yes, uh, and then in fifteen, Golden State Warriors, Andre Iguodala Whoa. was the Finals MVP. Whoa, he did go off one year, I remember. Well, and it years. was that year, yeah, yeah, he... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in sixteen, James. So James has three. Nice. Uh, Durant in seventeen, Durant in eighteen, back to back, and then Kawhi in nineteen. So Kawhi has done it twice with two different teams. Yeah, yeah, which is unique. That is unique. If, um, if he had if he had grabbed the ring this year, I would have said he was you know up in that upper echelon. Now but, going going back into yeah, let's go back. You know the the eighties, the eighties and nineties. Shaq three in a row. Nice. You know, in the in the three peat two thousand oh one oh two. Nice, nice. Um, but again, will probably never be broken. Could be broken, I guess. Um, by LeBron. Um, Don't but Jordan won it every time, so he Jordan has six. Has oh, in a yeah, three in a yeah. row. Three in a row. Could have been eight in a row, but three, three. Oh, yeah, three, man. three, right, and then right. He doesn't have the ninety-four and five, obviously, but uh, and ninety-six, seven, and eight. So yeah, he has six. Um, but and the, then but in the award in, is not it, called the Michael Jordan Award. We got to go back further, don't we? <laughs> right. So Magic has three from the eighties. Nice, um, um, Bird has two. Nice. Um, Kareem surprisingly only has one. Interesting. Uh, in 85 mm-hmm. and um, I'm Will Chamberlain won uh-huh. Jerry West in 69 so they didn't start doing it until 69 so it's really kind of a yeah, they didn't give this award out previous to 69 so so it's, it's basically it's, Russell never right. could have won it <laughs> so Russell basically was the final MVP for many many years but it wasn't a stat 
No, but yeah, conceivably, he you would think he would have gotten it, if not, you know, eleven times at least nine. At you know, least, yeah, maybe Kuzi would have yeah. got it a couple times. Gotcha, gotcha. He would have gotten more than Jordan then, basically. I mean, uh, probably, it's yeah. It's hard to argue that he would have landed on five if he got eleven championships. Yeah. Okay, this all makes sense, Shock. Thank you for the history lesson. That is some really juicy good stuff. I mean, Black Lives Matter, and you know. It would be great if everybody knew that Bill Russell was the first African-American NBA head coach. I didn't even know that. And I consider myself, you know, a semi-hardcore fan in the 80s and 90s. I'm not hardcore today, but thank you for dropping that knowledge. Wow. I really appreciate that, Shock. You're welcome. And the only other guy with three is Tim Duncan, the big fundamental, the big 99, 03, and 05. Yeah. San Antonio did have a dynasty for their... Uh, a little while there yeah in fact when i had a card shop my card shop after altered shot um he was the hot card i opened it i bought a card shop came off the airplane from japan teaching english i bought a card shop for 10 grand jordan was pretty hot nothing was crazy like it is today but the card that sold the most was like a five dollar ten dollar you know fundamental rookie a finest for five or ten and people wanted that over kobe and even jordan for a little while the fundamental was respected by card collectors back in the day. Yeah, even as he, he should have been. Yeah, he wasn't flashy. He wasn't like Jordan. He wasn't doing stuff off the court. So, like you said, you know, when we we close the last segment, focus. You know, he had all of that. All the recommendations you gave, hard work, fundamentals. You know, I think we shouldn't uh, overlook Tim Duncan as well. So, yeah, Kawhi on the bubble still. <sighs> Hard to say. Uh, and then who's next? LBJ? And then anybody else left that's playing right now? That's... Well, Durant, if he can rally yeah. from the Achilles. The yeah. Achilles. Um, yeah, the Achilles. Because, uh, yeah, Durant had here. I'm sending it to you now. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, Durant has two. He would be the only other current player mm -hmm. with two, um, Kawhi and Durant. I would be really surprised if Durant pulled a Bill, a Bill. I guess we're going to call it if he pulled a Bill Russell. Because, <laughs> you know, I could see him going deep with New Jersey. Uh, yeah. But pulling a Bill Russell in the modern age, you know, where centers can pull up for three. Oh, man. You really have to be like what they call in baseball, I think, a five tools player. Like you got to be a two way player, plus you got to be able to hit the, the three on demand like Jordan did. Or some sort of tree in the lane like Bill. I don't know, man. I don't know much about. Well, that. Anthony Davis, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I you mean, obviously, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Sure, we need sure. to get to the finals first. But <laughs> certainly, if Anthony Davis has a really good finals, I mean, he could get it, he and he's he still can. young, and he could be the future of the Lakers for many years. Okay. Okay. Even if there's a couple more years with LeBron, and then you know another player comes to that team yeah and and we're gonna close with that right there because we got to bring it back to video games and remember i told you about the 2k curse i just saw lillard on youtube i didn't click on it but have you heard any rumors about lillard or any other players that got knocked out in the bubble anything flying out there coach um so far there's just been a couple coaching things so mm -hmm. um uh, the Houston coach, yeah, he's not um, 
D'Antoni's not returning to Houston. They're saying he'll probably go to the Sixers, are they which could di- be interesting. Are they going to dismantle the Beards team? Um, they're not saying that they are. Okay. Um, okay. but there is. Look it up though. There's an interview with Kobe Bryant talking about that that style. Oh, really? Uh, and he basically already called it like, obviously, before this year. Um, you know, a year or so ago, uh, he basically said that style's never going to win because it's too easy to defend. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree with that. Defense does win champ. I mean, and uh, and defense wins championships, and that's why Jordan is the killer. He can shut you down psychologically. And when Mm -hmm. you shut down psychologically, that's what Kobe understands because of the meditation thing. When you get shut down psychologically, you're done. You're not going to come back Mm -hmm. in the last 10 minutes of the game if your brain is telling you, you know, I'm not going to really win this. When you buy into that fear, you're done. Because that's that's something I know the mental side, and and that's you know we need to talk about that more in the future. But um, can we have can we briefly talk about Giannis uh, unfriending everybody on his Instagram and the rumors flying? And then the next day he gets the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year. The rumors are flying that Giannis is out of there, or they're dismantling the team, or this or that. What do you think personally? is going to happen to Giannis? Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to think that they're going to dismantle. I think it's just, I'm guessing he just needs a break, you know? Uh-huh. And, I, I, you know, what I mean, like, just, he's got to really not be feeling good right now. Yeah. And he just needs a break, and he, he needs to kind of shut down and reevaluate yes. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think, the Bucks. I mean, <laughs> you know, that talk about hitting the lottery. I mean, to have a guy like that in Milwaukee, yeah, and they've got other really good players around them. They just they they ran into a team that <laughs> was really really hot, and they couldn't beat them. Yeah. You know, yeah, they got punched in the mouth in the first game, and that was it. They just could never really recover from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I uh, what I can't figure about figure out about him is like what position does he play? That's that's what I can't figure out about Giannis. I, I agree he's spectacular, he's awesome, he's got the skills, he's hungry, he's got all the pieces, but I can't figure out what position he's playing. And I think LeBron transitioned to point guard. Like the new game, it's like, what are the positions? You know? Back in the day it was well, easy. This guy's a point guard, this guy's a center, this guy's a small, this guy's a big. Now it's like, what the heck? Is is Giannis playing point and LeBron's playing point? Well, LeBron is definitely playing point guard. I mean, there's yeah. just no like getting around that. That That is truly the position that he's playing. That's what he did from um, a child up through like high school, and then he did it right now in one season only? Yeah, this season is just primarily like that's it. I that's mean, it. he brings it up every single time when he's in the game. That's fucking that's – um, you know, now I I would call um, Giannis more of a maybe a point forward kind of yeah. what you used to call like a Pippin or a somebody Pippen. like that. A so yeah. they're a bigger player that can handle the ball, but he's not primarily bringing it up every time. That's, um, that's but a good he point. does need to have the ball, and he he's just I mean driving to the basket. He's incredibly hard to stop. Of course, although what. You know, with him or Harden or other guys like that, what what these teams are doing now because a zone is allowed, 
mm-hmm. is they're building a wall. <laughs> literally, they're building a wall. Yeah. what they call it. It's a wall defense. So, and even, even Spolstra was doing this was a very uh, unorthodox was, he was playing a zone with his big players at the top. Wow. Because he, again, he's defending the three. He's putting his big players up at the top. Yeah. You know, to defend the three. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody's posting up. Yeah. <laughs> so you can put your guards in the back under yeah. the basket. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. No one's lobbing it in to Shaq or Kareem or. Well, it, well, I mean, Houston doesn't have anybody to do that to because yeah. that's the that's their lineup. You know. Yeah, I agree with. And Kobe. that's where Kobe's saying that's Kobe. a flaw. Kobe's you know, right. Kobe's absolutely right. Uh, that that philosophy does not look like it's gonna go all the way. You know. It's going to win a lot of games, yeah, which yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it, all the way, mm, all the probably way not. A different story, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So there might be some shakeups in the off season. We got the two K curse. Lillard could go to the Lakers or some other dynasty that you know maybe gets. I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but I don't want to say any curses. But anyway, Lillard. I'm curious where he lands. If he lands back here in Portland, or there's some blockbuster trade. And then Giannis, you're saying, is going to stick with Milwaukee, but they might maybe shuffle something around. Houston might get dismantled. Now the question is, is there anyone out there? Like, what about Durant? Is there anyone coming into the picture? No, Durant, and that's the thing that happened in the offseason. Durant and Kyrie, you know, went to the Nets, but yeah. they were both injured. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a to be continued. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with the Warriors. Hey, the Warriors get Clay Thompson back. Yeah. They get, you know, they all were injured. So yeah. the Warriors and, and the Nets are are teams that were out of it this year that could certainly rally next year. They can rally, but they're coming off injuries and they don't really yeah. have the rhythm. Okay. So is the NBA going to be going, you know, coming back in, in October? Are they going to delay the start? Or? Yeah, they're going to delay it okay. at least till December. I'm guessing probably more like Christmas. Christmas. Interesting. But it was always the unofficial start, even though, you know, they always started playing before Christmas, but Christmas Day, you know, they've made in the NBA like a really big deal and they have all these big matchups and it's a triple or quadruple header on ABC. That's kind of the unveiling of the NBA. Yeah, guys selling, you know, who's really following the NBA on November 30th? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, in game eight of 82. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Shock Coach, we've got about a minute and a half left. Do you want to wrap it up with any lessons for the youngsters out there looking to invest in sports cards or, you know, get more education about the athletes before they make their purchases? You know, we'll come back to video games another day. Well, I think know your history, you know, do some research on on the history of of the sport or the games or whatever it is that you're investing in. Sure. And that's a really important thing now these days Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, being informed on history yeah. and what's actually come before you. It's too easy to um, just grab your phone and Google something, but the question is, go back a little is what you're saying. You know, go back 10 years, go back 20 years, Google something from before. And yeah, yeah, I like that. There's a there's a reason things are the way they are today because of, you know, what happened previously. I mean, things build on each other in history. And then sometimes... History repeats itself and mm-hmm. mistakes are made and sometimes people learn and don't make those same mistakes, you know. Exactly. Um, we got but it's, uh, left it, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard that uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away today. 
the female Supreme Court justice, 87 years old. Talk about some history. While she was highly, highly respected. Thank you for Absolutely. coming on, Coach Shock. We look forward to you coming back on, maybe a finals preview or something. We got nine yeah. seconds. So we'll see you again sometime, huh? I appreciate it, Hopper. Thank you. So Game much. on.